0: our F3 podcast, where we discuss all things pertaining to faith, family, and finances. And remember, (laughs) no subject is off limits. So we got a good one for you today. All right. And it's going to be a part one, because we already know this type of discussion is going to lead to a part two. Absolutely. All right. We know (laughs) us's. All right. So this is going to be a part one right here because part two, I guarantee you, is coming. (laughs) So we're talking about ministry transitions. Yes, indeed. You didn't do the introduction. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I am your host, (laughs) Dr. Lado M. Senior, and I'm sitting next to my gorgeous, lovely Perfect wife. She almost God. <laughs> hey, she like God. She perfect in all her ways. Hey, Yeah, bo bo. hey, hey, hey. She almost like God. She's perfect in all her ways. My wife dr jasmine blair so we're talking about ministry transitions today y'all we having fun
1: thank you for the introduction this is actually a great topic welcome again everybody to the f3 podcast if this is your first time being on here you will definitely kind of get used to our personality we like to add a little bit of humor and laughter in the midst of these serious topics make sure you like subscribe and share hit the notification bell so you'll be notified every time we premiere a new episode live. Um, Definitely, if you have not checked out our previous episodes, definitely make sure you check that out. We've got some good episodes. Why some preachers need to close their doors was a much needed topic. It was a little bit heated, but it's, it's a great topic. And honestly, it's some thought provoking information there. So if you missed it, we'll go ahead and drop the link so that you can see it. And you can go back and watch the previous episodes as well as the rest of the season and get all caught up. So now this topic is one of my favorite topics. Um, you know, I'm big on leadership. Um, I'm also, I'm as big on followship as well as leadership, but leadership is one of my biggest topics. Um, amongst many other things, I believe is definitely a topic that we're both called to yes. address. We are leaders to leaders. And this one is very important. Because I find sometimes that when we're counseling leaders, we're talking to leaders who are having hardships with people, oftentimes, now not always, but oftentimes, these things go back to the type of fellowship that they had. Yo, let me say this. Your leadership woes can go back to the type of fellowship that you had. And so you may end up with knuckleheaded, hardheaded people that were just like you were. And you're like, God, why me? Because it was you. Right. <laughs> That's why. So ministry transitions is a hot topic. Yes, yes. Um, they can. We've seen ministry transitions go very well. The church is happy. They're praying. They're blessing. And we've also seen them go very bad. Ministry, I would say 9.999 times out of 10, ministry transitions are the cause of the break in many relationships in the body of Christ. And we've got to talk about that because you know if God is ordaining this transition, let's let's start there. If God is ordaining the transition, then it should not cause a break or dissolve in relationship. So the first place we've got to start, okay, did God actually call this transition to be or is this something that I'm doing because I'm mad. You know, we already talked about my pastor's wrong. What should I do? Part one and two. So some transitions come as a result of my pastor's wrong. I don't like what he said. I don't agree with what, what she did. Uh they fell in the sin. I, I don't want to actually be loyal and be here for the restoration, so I'm just going to leave. That That's a, a common way. Oh, I heard a rumor, so I'm just going to leave. Right. Those are the common ways that ministry transitions happen, and that's why they end up being messy and antagonizing. But some people say, some people leave for obvious reasons, like, okay, you know what? I took a job in another state. Obviously, if I'm moving 1,999 miles away, I kind of won't be able to attend church here anymore. You know, I'm all the way in another state. And then you have some people, okay, you know, I've, I've grown. This church is based on outreach. You're reaching the loss. You're winning souls. I feel that I've grasped all I can grasp here. Now I'm ready for more apostolic training, more ap- prophetic training. Maybe I want to move in deliverance. And, you know, that's not really a strong suit here. So I want to find something that is more suited for where my call is. Mm-hmm. So, there are different reasons and different dynamics for why people make transitions. Um, the "why is just as important as the how?"
0: So right. I'm going to kick it off to you to talk about this for a little bit.: Yeah, um, because most m- most people don't transition right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, and, and let's start with the why.: Come on. a lot of times a lot of times people are and it's not everybody a lot of times people are disloyal, you know, and they're opportunists. Mm-hmm. So they look for the biggest opportunity or what seems to be better for them.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's not just about what's better for you when you enter into a ministry. Right. Okay. And, and that's a whole other podcast by itself, but I'm going to say this. Next episode. <laughs> a lot of people, when they enter into ministries, they, they want the pastor just to cover them. It's about them. It's about them eating and them being fed, Mm -hmm. okay? But what about your assignment to that house, your assignment to that leader, which could still be unfolding that you may not have the patience to see it through? That's good. Well, you know, apostle or pastor don't use me, okay? You only been there like two years. Did you ask why? That's
1: a whole nother episode.
0: Yeah. Did, did we have it? My pastor won't let me preach. Yeah, my
1: pastor won't let me <laughs>
0: preach. All right. And I'm pretty sure some people have asked and have wondered, how come a pastor won't call on me to preach and I can preach? I can Wait, we gonna do, do that. Okay? My pastor won't let yeah. me preach. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but, but why? And a lot of times it's because people are selfish. They view that relationship one-sided. Mm-hmm. You know, because really, honestly, if you view it from that perspective, that means that you really, you are a needy, uh, immature sheep mm-hmm. because sheep always have to be provided for, led, guided to green pastures. You know, they got to, the shepherd got to stop them from biting each other and mm. stuff like mm. that. You can't defend yourself against a wolf, Uh but you can bite your brother. Okay, I, I'll leave that alone But, um, you know Especially lo- when the brother's weaker Uh-oh, that part But, you know, a lot of people A lot of people, um, you, you know They have the wrong motives for entering into ministry They see a ministry they like and, they, and they're like, you know, oh my God This is where I would love to be You know, this is why I feel like God I, I feel, feel my spidey senses tingling you know, <laughs> and this is why I feel like God want me to be okay. But then, you know, God gets schizophrenic when the leader make a mistake or when somebody hurts you at the church. You you see what I'm saying? Or no, no, no. When God sends you to a place, it is for you to walk with that ministry and that leader through some things. Yeah. Okay. It ain't for you just to sit there and get what you need. And as soon as something happen or something that's said that you don't like or you don't feel like it's right, all of a sudden now God gets amnesia and leave. A lot of y'all join these ministries and lead these ministries based upon selfish motive and ambition. Okay. So so now we we're gonna talk about how how you leave. Okay. Because see, mm-hmm. first of all, first of all, God, God if if you're leaving, here's the thing. Back in the old days, back in the first century church, you know, after the 12 died off and stuff like that, even when even during their era and, and, and afterwards, you couldn't just leave one church and go to another. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's, let's, let's talk about that. You had to get a written permission, a written release from the bishop of that church to go to the next church you was going to. Come on. Okay, and if you didn't have that, if you didn't have that paper, guess what? You you sat there and did nothing. You didn't mm-hmm. participate in nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. We need to get back to those days. Mm-hmm. Okay, where you come to my ministry, okay, uh, uh only if you can get the approval of your former leader. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. But see, nowadays we call that control. Right. Control. No, 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 no. It's order. And see, a lot of the sheep are causing division among shepherds, mm-hmm. because uh, you know, especially shepherds that know each other. Because if, if 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 a rebel leaves my ministry and go to your ministry and you accept them, I'm gonna look at you side eye. Yeah, you know, because most likely, if I know you, I'm finna tell you what this person did. You understand what I'm saying, and I'm gonna, and I'm telling you how they left. They left divisively, or they left. Mm-hmm. They left with uh, impure uh, uh, things in their heart towards me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying. So that's how that's how I carry it. Uh, I remember uh, there was a time where there's an apostle that we knew. Uh, uh, matter of fact, the apostle was talking about me behind my back and everything. But I knew the apostle. You know, so you know, one of her former members. Uh, contacted me and all he wanted was prayer. All he wanted was prayer and encouragement. I got on. I got on the ringer. I said, Apostle. I said, one of your former members contacted me for prayer, right? And then, us. Uh, sh- and then she proceeded to tell me, you know, uh, 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 things that went on and things that was going on and where they are with each other uh, 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 during that time. Mm-hmm. That's that's respect yes that's courtesy you understand what i'm saying so 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 uh you know a lot of y'all how y'all leave ministries you know matter too because uh uh, a lot of y'all don't leave right and just because you leave nice don't mean you leave right that part that part oh you know I thank you for everything mm. that you all have done for me. You know, you know, that 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 that, that whole speech.
1: My time and season is up. You'll see. I appreciate what the Lord has allowed you to do in my life. I I, I Okay, so here, here's the translation of what they're really saying. Okay, I'm offended. You suck. I can't get my way. So I'm just I'm not saying the only reason I'm not cussing you out is so you can't call anybody else and actually say that I cussed you out, but if I couldn't get away with it, I would, and now I'm going to go over here to the next church and see if I can weasel my way in over there to tear up their ministry to usurp their authority and, and put my agenda. That's that's what they're really saying. If, if If they told the truth, that's what it actually would be. Yeah that's what it actually would be. And the reality is people, I I didn't say anything negative. Just because you say thank you and appreciate does not mean that you left right. Let me say that again. Just because you say thank you and appreciate does not mean that you left right. Right. Those are polite words. How many of you all have written a letter of resignation to a job that you couldn't wait to leave? If right. you talked about the job every day, they got on your nerves, you know, good and well, just because you said, thank you for this opportunity. And I appreciate blah, blah, blah. You didn't mean a lick of it. Right. Can, can we be real? You didn't mean a lick of it. You were glad you could not wait to get away from there. You just didn't want to ruin your opportunity somewhere else. And for them to say, well, this person's not a good fit. They just up and left. They were mean and they were nasty in their transition. You just don't want the word getting out to ruin your next opportunity. People do the same thing. Some of y'all, you do the same thing when it comes to transitioning yeah. from one ministry to another. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, but you don't mean it. People y'all, try
0: to do the Christian thing.
1: Yeah, your heart. But how is it Christian when it's lip service and your heart is far from how you, what you're actually saying? Mm-hmm. You're saying one thing, but the, the maliciousness in your heart means something completely different than how you actually feel.
0: It's hypocritical, really. Exactly. It's hypocritical. So so a lot of y'all nice, mm-hmm. but that'll mean that you're godly about it. Okay. So 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 people go through that whole spill just to keep from acting ugly mm-hmm. and keep you keep from telling you about yourself, telling you how they really feel about you, but you're still in the area, you're still left wrong. Yeah. Can I tell you you still left wrong? You still left wrong. Huh? You still left wrong. And some of you left wrong because you weren't supposed to leave in the first place. That part. So of- everywhere you go, you're still a rebellion. I don't care what prophet comes in and prophesies to you differently. Mm-hmm. If you leave somewhere you were not supposed
1: to leave, no matter what your reason is, you are in rebellion. Obviously, unless somebody is, is putting you in a position where you have to literally fend for your life. You can't just leave if God didn't tell you to leave. Come on. And that's the reality of it. Imagine, come on. I don't think people realize what if as senior leaders, we just dropped people every time they got on our nerves, every time we didn't sure. like what they were going through, every drop. time they couldn't give their tithes right. and offerings because they mishandled their money. If preachers handled
0: people the way people handle these preachers, boy oh, We wouldn't boy. have a ministry. <laughs> we wouldn't have a ministry. Nothing. We wouldn't have a ministry. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have a following. We wouldn't have nothing. Exactly. So, so the way that y'all do us a lot of times, you know, we can't. If we we do y'all like that. Okay, then y'all will call us cruel tyrants. Okay, and uh, everything else. But y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. Yeah, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite, and that's why God will never side with you. Exactly. You know, you you, you notice the preacher go on. Yeah. You have to. And that's one of the pains and the woes of
1: leadership. You have to go on. No matter how people disrespect you, no matter how people lie on you, no matter how many people up and leave you, they support you, they support you. As Soon as you get to the next phase of the vision, they're gone. They're not present. You have to keep going on because it's part of the burden that you chose to carry. And the reality of it is you know, at one point, you know, unless you had a mega church, this was something you dealt with, but now you're seeing the mega churches start to go through these types of changes. You're seeing the mega churches having to put up these curtains and divide these sections because people are not supporting like that, Uh you know, the way that they once were. So through different ministry, growing, growing pains, through different ministry changes, Leadership has to keep going on regardless of how many of you decide to up and just transition a certain way. Doesn't mean they don't love you. Doesn't mean they don't care about you, but they have to keep going while you get off scot-free. So you've got to, okay, well, they, they act like they wasn't happy. You've got to ask yourself, if you're dealing with somebody who has some type of tenure in ministry. They've been doing this anywhere from 10 to 30 years. You've got to ask yourself how many times they've seen your type. You know, I did a post about this the other day. You know, I was talking about uh, Elijah and mentorship, but how many times have they seen your type? How many times have they heard the lie? Oh, I want to thank you for this opportunity, my season at, at uh first street, bread of life, children of deliverance, hallelujah, amen, thank you, Jesus Tabernacle Ministries <laughs> is over. How many times have they heard this? They're like, okay, so in other words, you're mad and you're leaving or you didn't like the message that was preached last week. This is what the what, what is going on in their head because anybody with any type of tenure in ministry, you can tell. So they're like, okay, so, so basically you're offended and you're leaving. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Well, that was it. They won't go say nothing else. They won't go release me in prayer. Okay, if all you did was send a text or email, why should they interrupt the whole service to be praying over you? Right. Help me understand that.
0: And honestly, honestly, for for repere, a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all be wanting to lead as a blessing. But if if I don't I don't have to bless it if I don't agree with it. Yeah. Number one. Number two, if I know that you're leaving wrong with the wrong spirit, wrong heart, wrong motive. Number two, number three If you let somebody get in your ear about me I'm not blessing you And honestly, if it's God, you will, you don't need my blessing Anyway If it's God, you don't need my blessing
1: And haven't you noticed though recently A lot of these leaders In, in, in there trying to show the love of God They've jumped to this old bless them on their way thing Even if they're leaving wrong
0: Just bless them on their way no. If you're in rebellion, why should I bless you with rebellion? If I bless you in rebellion, then I might reap a curse on myself.
1: That that doesn't make any sense. All these degrees y'all got. I don't know what type of Bible y'all reading. How, how in the world you, you'd have been to all these classes on all this doctrine, Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic. What part of the word, okay, bless those that curse you. You can't prove it, but if they're in rebellion, it don't say bless those that are in rebellion. And leaving in the spirit of offense and opportunity to go on to tear up the next ministry.
0: And listen, I you know, you know, I don't believe you're gonna to go to hell for leaving a ministry. No, even if a ministry God sent you to, it's just that wait, wait, we do need to repent of that rebellion. Yes. But you know, you know, there there's a there's there's a there's a perfect will of God, and then there's some things that God just allowed did, then did, did you to have some hardships down the road, you're gonna bump your head. Yep. Okay. You're either in the will of God perfectly or you're, oh, you're out not. of it completely. Yeah. There
1: there's no degree. You don't have the isn't it funny how we this this is this is the problem with I know what my Bible says. Isn't it funny how we have the we think that God really gives us a choice of, of what degree or level that of his will we want to subscribe to? That's how I know a lot of y'all not in the kingdom Sign up now for our bronze plan You you might achieve one or two things That God has called you to do In your <laughs> life You won't reach the pinnacle of your ministry You won't be able to heal the sick and raise the dead But you'll be a good churchgoer But sign up for our silver plan You might be able to operate In some signs, wonders, and miracles You'll miss the major part of your call But you'll still have a 20 year track And 10 year ministry And when you pass You will be well respected They will name a park after you. But right. wait, there's more. Sign up for the gold plan and you'll be absolutely in the will of God. You'll heal the sick. You'll raise the dead. You'll have a ministry. You have books and schools and prophetic companies. And when you pass on, you'll hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. And they will have an entire ceremony and name the entire church and ministry school after you. Act fast, and you'll get a discount by being able to have two prophetic boot camps that will be successful that you'll be known for. Don't wait now to make your choice oh on signing God. up for your version of the will of God for your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's what people do. Oh, my goodness. That's what we do. I'm still oh. blessed. God still going to bless my ministry. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is what people do. This is the mindset,
0: and people fool <laughs> by that little bit that they might be successful in to take the day in the will. Of I just
1: left my church, and I got a raise. That guy still with me anyway. But that's that. That raise
0: keep that raise five years down the line.
1: That's that raise that that pastor was praying for for the last nine, uh-huh. 90 days. Uh-huh. So now, and just because it manifests now. That's not proof that you're in the will of God. That's proof that that prayer worked, and That's probably the last raise you're going to get for a minute with that attitude. Huh? Talk about it. Because you probably won't give me your tithes off that little raise anyway. Huh. <laughs> but but this is what people do. A, a, a version of the will of God. You're either all the way in the will of God or you're not. So let, let's really deal with this. How should you transition from a ministry? The first thing that I always tell people, you know, I kind of flash back to, you know, my earlier years in my walk. I had some friends transition from certain ministries and I saw how that went and some things that I liked, some things I didn't. You know, I wasn't raised in church, so I, I didn't, I don't understand protocol for how to leave a church. To me, I'm looking at common sense and I'm just like, okay, if I were to leave a job, I would do it this way. So if I'm going to leave church, or uh, uh, ministry, or or position, and I prioritize the things of God in my life front and center. God is the, Jesus is the Lord over my life. This is higher than my boss. Then I should have more reverence for my pastor in the ministry I say I'm a part of, uh-oh, all the elders uh-oh. and all the leadership. It than I should for my natural boss. You cuss it. You cuss it. So if I'm going to give my natural boss a minimum of two of a two weeks notice. Why wouldn't that be the bare minimum that I give my pastor? Right. Come on now. That that doesn't make any sense.
0: Ideally, you should give your pastor a month's notice.
1: Yes, you should. And maybe longer than that, depending upon what your position is. If you are in a paid position where you over a whole department and you're transitioning and you're taking on another position, you should give them about a three month notice. Give them time to interview somebody. But see, this is how, you know, these transitions aren't God though. Cause these people just up and leave. My time and season is up. Uh, I, I'm not be questioned on what God, because God didn't say it. And you know, I, I, so at this time I'm like, okay. And I remember going to my first pastor and, you know, at this time I'm very nervous because I mean, this, this wasn't a thing like, this is the first time I've ever left the church. Right. And, um, you know, so I went and I had a meeting with the pastor and we were talking and, you know, I shared with the pastor. I said, you know, I feel that God is telling me that, you know, my time is up here. I've been here. Blah 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 blah. Amount of time I've served in blah 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 ministry. I've done this. I've done that. And now I'm to a place where I feel that I'm being released to continue somewhere else. Uh You know, I'm reminded of what you shared with me when uh, about my journey. You know, when I first joined, when I first met you. And I leave those details out because that's my business. We'll put that on the bonus episode somewhere. And the pastor looked at me, and to make a long story short, he nodded and said, "Yeah." You know, God has shared with me the same thing, you know, several months back, you know, and I've been in prayer and, and asking him to release it and confirm it to you um, so that you would know for yourself and you wouldn't feel like you're just being put out or or,
0: or dismissed. See, I, I respect that, though. I I, mm-hmm. I I respect that when a leader knows when it's your time to go. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's God. They will know. Even if they, even if it's something they personally struggle with because of their attachments to you, if it's God, they will know.
1: And that wasn't an easy transition. You know, the love that I have for those people was very personal. You know, most pastors, when you're a true pastor at heart, you take people in like they are your own child. You will go pick them up for work. You'll give them a ride to work. You'll go get their kids. A real pastor is somebody who knows how to get down in the trenches with you and pull you out and walk with you along the way. So it was challenging, but that, yes, that was exactly the point of that story. When it's a God transition, they will know. It won't be no argument and, and there won't be an issue blessing you on your way because the transition is God. Why do you want to be blessed? over something that's not God, that's a good question. And, and if you're one of those people, definitely leave it down in the comments. We would love to hear from you. We want to know what you think. Why do you think your pastor should bless you even if you're leaving out of time and out of season and according to your own will or what you've got planned for yourself that God is not in?
0: I can hear somebody else saying, well, well, what I, well, well, your pastor can't always tell you what God's saying to you. No, but notice how in this
1: story that I gave, I knew from God myself, right. the pastor knew from God himself. And because we serve in the same God, when we brought the same information together, it did not conflict. Right. So if the information conflicted, either you missed it or the pastor missed it. But if y'all talking to the same God, at some point that information should match. Most people don't even go to God before they get mad and throw the religious, my season is up. So I want to encourage you, you need to make sure you're going to God because if you don't, your transition has the potential to affect the trajectory of your ministry career and what doors open for you and what true blessings come for you. And and the making full proof of your ministry is altered and affected by how you make these decisions. God pulls resource. Understand God is is an economist. So as God is furthering His will and agenda, He's pulling resources from all over the body, just like in the natural. If you're not feeling well, or your body's repairing, your body's doing what? Your central nervous system, what? Pulling resources from all over the body to accomplish whatever the goal is. So if this is a church or a ministry that God has set up to be the city on on the hill to be the light everywhere. And, and to be the salt because there's all types of debauchery going on. This is the avenue that God is using to make an impact in that particular region. He's pulling resources from all over the body, getting people to the church, getting musicians, getting Bible study teachers, ministers, elders, those who do prison ministry. and you leave out of time, you are a rogue resource. in the body, in the body, when a cell goes rogue, it is cancerous.
0: Come on, come on.
1: Uh, When a cell goes rogue, it is cancerous, and the body has to, and putting it in English terms, basically neutralize it and take it down. Right. So if you just up and do whatever you want to do, when God has uh, has divinely called you to come and be a part of that work, then you go rogue and do what you want. You are a cancer to the body.
0: Right. For real. And uh, what what they do with cancer? Either they cure it or they cut it. Come on, huh? Either they cure it or they cut it. So some of y'all either get in line or you cut off. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know people wonder why. Okay, certain people from the ministry because 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 I hear this too when you leave a ministry, all of a sudden they stop talking to you. Oh, I'm getting there next. We we getting there. Go ahead. It depends. Warm it up. It depends <laughs> on how you left. Yeah. You know, I, I've been I've been told plenty of times, you know, oh y'all are caught. <laughs> y'all are caught. Why? Because people i i you know, we let we let people make their own choice. Yeah. You know, you you know, I don't I don't care if you're a friend to sister or brother, so and so, whoever, just don't be an enemy to me. You write me a nasty email and cuss me out while you're leaving, I'ma show the church and let them make their own yeah, decision. For real i will i'm gonna block
1: out your email address and get private information i'm gonna let them make their
0: own decision. yeah but 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 they're gonna know who you are because the bible says mark mm-hmm. mark them if you leave divisively you, you know we only had one person leave our ministry right
1: yeah one only one and only one. this was somebody who had to move
0: 1999 miles right right <laughs> we only had one person that, that's how I See, y'all don't leave churches right Y'all don't. Mm-hmm. Most of y'all don't. Right. Okay. Because, because see, because see, like, like I said, <laughs> with, with, with us, you know, even even if we don't agree, if you do it right, mm-hmm. if you do it right, you you listen, we, we, we'll be more reluctant to let you come back. But some people they can't come back to our ministry ever. No. And- Jesus have to come through the ceiling, <laughs> <laughs> in his glorified body, in in all his light and and splendor. Okay and, and, and call your name To me okay and tell me That he wants me to bring you back To the ministry because the way You left you right. left nasty mm-hmm. You left nasty You left divisive and all of that kind of stuff So, so a lot of y'all Know how to leave ministry right And then you getting mad when people from the ministry Don't talk to you no more it, That ain't cultish that's loyalty Yeah
1: when you And here's my thing all right And I remember posting about this a while ago. People say, well, that's still my church family. Okay, let me ask you this. Here here is the litmus test, all right? And on today's trivia, how much of your church family are they really? Do you have their number? Or or do y'all message each other on some type of social media or messaging app? How many times per year do you get together outside of church? Do you know their spouse and children's name? Have y'all been out anywhere? You see what I'm saying? Have you been invited to a ball game, uh, a a cookout, something? Do y'all exchange birthday presents, anniversary presents? See, this is how you determine. Do y'all have dinner at their house every once in a while? This is how you determine who is your church family or not. If you needed something for your child, would they be able to put up some money for it? If you needed something for yourself, would they put up the money for it? See, I find that in a place of rebellion, people use the term church family to justify their wrong. Well, ain't we still the body? Why? That's my church family. You didn't even know their name, other than like on the other episode, you didn't even want to go on the other side of the church (laughs) to help them with $20 with some gas. But now that you're mad and you want to leave all of a sudden, they're your church family. No, that they should have been your church family when they needed gas in their tank. They should have been your church family when they needed food on the table. They should have been your church family when they needed a job and you was a supervisor and you could have gave them a position. Right. Now, all of a sudden that you're mad and you leave it in rebellion, now you want to claim them as church family. Can't do that.
0: No, no, no. It's just another thing, too. hmm And I'm about to make some of y'all mad, but I love you. <laughs> See, if... If all of you all are a body, right? Because mm-hmm. we all the body universally, but I'm talking about locally. Yeah. If we, if if you all the body, a body locally as a result of that pastor or that father and mother, in the faith, right? Come on, come on. And now you decide that you want to break away from the father's economy mm-hmm. or you want to break away from the pastor's flock. Mm-hmm. But you still want the benefits Mm. of being connected to that flock when you have a problem with the shepherd of that flock. Or you have a problem with the father and mother of that household. You understand? Mm. Because we are a household of faith. Come on. So households are led by fathers and mothers. That's right. Anyway, so, so... uh, ooh, I just got—I just call Revelation mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I did too. Go I, I, ahead. call Revelation Go right ahead. there. I believe that alone. But um, <laughs> you you break away from the head, but you still want to be connected to the body. Oh my God, that's connected to the head. It makes no sense. Hmm. It makes no sense. Oof. So, and, and, and see, here's the thing. It reminds me of the, prodig- the uh, prodigal son. Mm-hmm. He broke away from his father's economy. And he went to try to do his own thing. But see, the difference between him and a lot of y'all, he he broke away from the entire house. He thought he was going to try to establish his own. Mm-hmm. And then he realized, hey if, uh, hey, if I come back, you know, I, I, I'll be a servant. Mm. I'll be that a part. servant. See... A lot of y'all, if you decide to go back, you're going to have to serve your way up, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, see, see, so you have to transition from a servant to a son. You left as a son, and then you got to come back with the heart of a servant, even if the father decides he's going to restore you as a son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but the point is, is that many of you, you want the benefits of connection Without really being plugged in, that part, and that makes you a user and an opportunist, and and, and 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 honestly, that's a spirit. Yeah, that's that's working in you. That's gonna try to pick people off one by one. We've had people get mad at us because okay, I don't think I think I made a mistake that you was our spiritual parents. Okay, that's fine. That's what you feel. That's fine. But you yeah. you we, we can no longer include you in the things we was include you in. Why not? We still ain't we supposed to be family? No. We family universally, but on this level. Do you do everything for the children that live up the street huh? that you do for the children that live in your house? No, you don't. So you no longer have the free access to our teachings and you know, you know, our private groups and stuff that we did privately, you know, just for our sons. You 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 no longer have access to that. Mm-hmm. Now now if you want access to our stuff, you can do our public paid training. Yeah. You know, or you can or you or you can travel and come visit our local ministry where everybody's welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you no longer get the privileges of being in because you mm-hmm. you you're, you're no longer in. I just don't think that's right. Well, okay. well, I'm about done but take it up with God. <laughs> Take it The average person would let you do that exactly. That's like being fired from a job. Uh, say it. I was just getting ready to say it. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> That's like being fired from a job, but it's still expected to get employee discounts and benefits. Your badge don't work no more. Boop, it's red. Access denied. No right. swipe in. You right. don't work there no more. There. So, 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 so it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all won't, won't access. To people, you know, who it, it, you got a problem with the head. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you gotta you you got a problem with anybody covering me, you got a problem with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I so say you got to agree with everything, but if you have like a heart issue, you know, I just don't like them. I just don't, no. Nah. And see, some of y'all got friends who 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 hate your cover. Mm, that
1: part, that's a whole different episode. Yeah, yeah. But I want to get into, you know, this whole thing about your church family. Because when I made this transition, I didn't call a bunch of people say, oh, I'm leaving and blah, 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 blah. Outside of the pastor, um, that information only went to two people. One who was somebody I was very close with and another individual who I was mildly close with. And both of these people rode with me. You see what I'm saying? So they kind of had to know, hey, I'm, I'm not going. You're going to have to make other arrangements. You right. see what I'm saying? You don't just give somebody a ride and, oh, they, they get up and they're waiting on you Sunday and you're not there. So had it not been for the level of relationship, these were people that I brought to the church, I knew them before they got there. I brought them there. We all rode together. So if I'm if I'm your ride and I'm not going anymore, you at least need to know that because I won't be picking you up. Right. But outside of that, don't you know, it was four months, four months, and like the prophet say, 120 days before somebody finally called me and said, hey, do you still go to church here? Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, no, and blah, 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 four months. Hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Bless you on your endeavors. Can I tell you uh, out of all the people that finally, you know, called me and reached out and blah, blah, blah. Only a handful of people wanted the tea. Most of the people was just happy. And I always knew you would do great things, blah, 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 blah. I could walk in that church right now and those people would embrace me with open arms. Why? Because I did not cause a mess when I left.
0: Right.
1: I didn't go around telling the people what I didn't like, what I didn't agree with. And see, people think even, here's the other part. Just even if, if God does say it's time for you to leave, even if you do get the okay from God, that doesn't give you the okay to be divisive.
0: Right.
1: And, and people use God as a green light to be nasty and divisive and destructive.
0: Yeah.
1: I only met with one person after I left. Now, watch this. Now, here's, here's what I love about this particular man of God. And, uh, you know, we we chit-chat to this day. I'm about to introduce you to him. Um, because we work in the same department. Uh-huh. Um, I consider him like a big brother. You know, he was a few years older than me. First, he got the pastor's permission to come meet with me, number one. Uh-oh. Got the pastor's per- permission. Right. Because the Bible says what? Let not your good be spoken evil of. Right. Last thing you want to do is be seen out of the restaurant with somebody. Well, didn't they leave? Why are they here? You see what I'm saying? Right. Ooh, you know, people, I'm telling pastor. Right. <laughs> got the pastor's permission, number one. Came, number two, got the wife's approval, got the wife's permission. She actually couldn't come because she had to work, but he was actually going to bring her. So we get to the restaurant. Can I tell you, y'all, he was not there for the tea. Mm -hmm. He wasn't there for the tea. And this was at the time somebody who had been saved around about the same amount of time as I was. He came there for two reasons. Number one. Watch this y'all. And I'm I'm trying not to cry because I wish more people did this in the body. Yeah. 1 to make sure I didn't leave in offense.
0: Right.
1: Didn't want me to hold a grudge against the pastors, right. some of the elders. Right. 2, he wanted to make sure they leave God. How many of y'all will go that length to make sure somebody still has a relationship with God, with even God. if they don't go to your church? Right. But most people do the opposite. You get so messy. You get the tea. You stir the whole situation up. And then by the time it's all over, they leave God completely. Right. How many times have we seen that? People have stirred people up, picked them off four five years later. They either done, done, got divorced, they are not in ministry no more, or they in some strange religion, or they in some type of cult that they done made up. When to make sure I wasn't offended and to make sure I didn't leave God. That's the real reason why you go meet with somebody that's not in your church no more. Right. Anything outside of that is just messy. It's, it's messy. So if we are going to say we're a body and we're going to say this is our church family, we have to make sure our, our hearts and our motives are positioned correctly. Yeah. Your heart and your motive has to be positioned correctly because if not in, in your effort to quote unquote, be discerned, be concerned, you'll pull somebody else off track. For sure. You know, we had a situation like that. Oh, well, so-and-so's hurt. Let me go check on them. Now now you're leaving too. Right. So your quote unquote, check on them. You just wanted to go hear the tea. Right. We've got to get better with these types of transitions in ministry. Because this is a cancer to the body. And many ministries are going through church splits. They're going through rocks in a hard place because you don't like what the pastor did and you feel the need to take everybody else along with you and to bring them on board with your unjust cause. That ain't God at all. That ain't God at all. So we've got to work on these transitions, don't call everybody telling them why you left, you know, um, there's a well-known woman of God in ministry, um, and her services normally stream live, and she did an open rebuke for somebody that did this, everybody that's wrong, that's harsh. It was, It was, to make a long story short, some ex-members of the church were going around calling people. I mean, just down a little because they were leaders. So they had yeah. people's information. See, this is where integrity is. This yeah. is why people have to sign something. When you leave, whatever information you had access to as a leader over the youth department over the men's ministry the women's ministry you do not have permission to use and mishandle these people's personal information right when you left the church you should have left them numbers there right you should have deleted them numbers out your phone you you see what i'm saying yeah. deleted, you do how wicked is it for you to leave a ministry where God sent you, and then mishandle the people's phone numbers, addresses, and emails, to uh, badmouth the pastor, badmouth the ministry, and cause division and make them leave? You, but but you want to be blessed on your way to where you're going. So this this woman of God did an open rebuke, and people, oh, I can't believe she did that. That's mean. That's harsh. She should have kept it privately. You go down the list and you call in 50, 60, 70 people trying to get them to leave the church. You need to be marked. Oh yeah. You need to be called out. You need to be addressed. Do. It's biblical. It is biblical to mark. And honestly, we need more of that in the body this season. Trust me, 2022 is a whole different year. There's a whole different regime of of younger leaders that God is bringing up, but times are continuing to be passed. And I'm going to tell you, these people are not playing no games. Now you might get somebody in their 60s and 70s ain't going to do all that. You, You get somebody that's that's younger but timeless, like, like me, they're gonna address it. because you know, you know, I'm timeless, I'm, I'm timeless. they're gonna address it. Somebody needs to call you out on your foolery because you need to stop. How you gonna be destroying ministries in the name of God? That don't make sense, right? Getting people to leave what God sent them. He might have told you to leave, but he didn't tell them to leave, right? And notice how in this story. When I told these people, you know, I wasn't going anymore because I wasn't going to be there right. I didn't tell them to leave. I didn't tell them why I left. One person wanted to know, okay, I I can't share that information with you. Just know that I've talked to the pastor about it. I've gotten the pastor's blessing. If you go ask the pastor, the pastor will verify that for you. You don't need to be destroying other people's destiny. And can I tell you out of those two people, one of those people is still at that ministry today. Still at that ministry today, involved in three different departments. Where would that person's destiny be if I would have tried to pull him out all them years ago? Right. This was over ten years ago, and that person is still serving in leadership in that ministry to this day.
0: Well, that that reminds me too, because it was one young man left our ministry, and I remember. Uh, uh, but but you know, I mean, we, we kind of kept in contact. Uh, Sometimes shortly afterwards, he left for offended, but you know. You know, as a mutual leader, we knew trying to, you know, create peace or whatever or whatever. But anyway, that's a long story. But the mm-hmm. point is, there was just one lady. And one day he put on speakerphone, let me hear. Uh-huh. There's just one lady that left the ministry to her, her, her and another young lady trying to lead a whole coup. Uh, we've tripled since then. But this this lady kept trying to bat. she call him every single week. Mm. She would call him every week, checking on handiwork. Checking on him first, <laughs> right? Oh, the Lord dropped you in my spirit to come check on. Uh, <laughs> and and then, of course, the conversation turns into me.
1: Mm. Yeah, because everybody be
0: mad at you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but they they be mad at you. So 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 the conversation turn t- turned to me. And one time. He let the other leader here, And, I mean, she was cussing him out because he was, she was cussing him out because, because, uh, uh, matter of fact, there was a time where he had already left the ministry, but she, she, he, she, she didn't thought, know it. She didn't know it. So.
1: Cuss, calling
0: him every week,
1: cussing him out, trying to get him to leave the church. Yeah. Like, but, like, but God puts
0: you up to that though. God puts you up to that. And and why spend so much energy trying to bring a person down? It's sad. If a person is not good, if you feel like a person is not good for you, yeah, okay, just leave and leave by yourself. Exactly. You have no right. I don't care if I listen. I don't care if the pastor is in sin. I don't care what. I don't care if the pastor is unrepentant. You don't have a right. That's it. To split a man's ministry. Because you don't know if God still gave them that ministry. You don't know if God has a redemptive plan for that pastor. Right. Or anything like that. But no, 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 no. We feel like if we write, we have a right to convince other people that we write. Now, all of a sudden, you become God in the situation and you take it in your own hands. And most people who do that kind of stuff, their lives turn out to be nothing. Hot mess. The pastor, the men the church been to grow or the pastor might have been repented, repentant or whatever. You see what I'm saying? And and, and their lives just as raggedy and mediocre, you know. And 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 that young lady, she's still trying to get a little raggedy ministry off the ground. And it ain't working. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't working. Why though? Why? Why is that? Why is Without that a
1: rebellion?
0: Why is that though? Because you have and 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 and, and, and a, I got a whole teaching called Church House Vigilantes. It won't sense. Some people think they have the authority to to do certain things. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Because even when King Ahab was wrong, guess what? He only sent Elijah. Mm. He didn't send other them other little novice prophets. Come on, you have to be a certain caliber of prophet. And see, this goes into some people thinking that they more than what they are. Ooh. They're Come more than what they are. See, as a senior leader, as a chief apostle, senior leader, God is only going to send a certain caliber of leader to me if I need to be corrected. He's not going to send. He's not going to send novice baby prophets to me to correct me. He's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if and if you so happen to see something, let's say, let's say I am wrong, most likely is divination showing you. Okay, to try to get you out of position and get you to break right. Why God gonna show you something you can't do nothing about? Right, and, and 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 I don't even respect your voice. I don't even respect your voice well, that's like what that. People, well, God can use anybody. He can nah. speak to babes. You don't see that
1: in the Bible, though. Nathan was in an appointed position. That's the only yeah. way that you see some type of correction that can somewhat be considered upward. He was corrected by somebody who he appointed. And that was in his
0: administration. In, and then after he corrected
1: him, he didn't leave him either. Exactly. Okay. Come on now. Huh? You got to be appointed to correct your past.
0: Huh? <laughs> huh? I only got one Nathan in my life. You, you, you was not appointed.
1: You have to be appoint and anoint. If you did not have two power, well, and I'm a member of this church, I'm part of the house. Appoint and anoint. <laughs> if the two don't go hand in hand, it's not it. Listen, we've we've had a lot, a lot of conversation on this episode, a lot of laughs. We're definitely gonna cut this off here. Catch the rest of it on episode two. Anything you want to say,
0: real quick here, before we go on to the next part. Listen. If you want God to be with you in any ministry transition, make sure you do it right. You can't act off of impulse or emotion, because I'm going to tell you something. God ain't going to be with you. God don't. God don't agree with. God don't. God don't agree with your feelings. He agrees with His laws. He agrees with His customs, and He agrees with His authority. What He has established. All right. So you want to do the Bible says this strive lawfully that you may obtain mastery. Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all are striving, but you're not striving lawfully. And that's why you're not obtaining mastery. And that's why the people you got a problem with, their life goes on. They skyrocket it. Okay. They still successful. And Mm -hmm. you still in the same spot, or you have not grown or progressed past that certain place. Okay, because you you are in the wrong and you violated so many of God's laws. Hmm. Mm. So don't let that be you. Come on. And if you got something to correct, be humble enough to correct it. Yes. And put yourself in the clear. Okay. All right. So until next time, we out.